we, we have the same vision, really. That's that's the thing. I mean, we've, mm-hmm. we've spent so much time together. That's our advantage. We spent so much time together, just like you guys, that we know each other so well. We know what our vision is and we share the same vision. And so I think when, when things come up where maybe she creates something on her own that we haven't <laughs> talked about, which which could happen, you know, I'm all I'm all for it. I'm with it because she has the same vision. We have the same ethics. We have the same integrity. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right, everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is our Valentine's Day edition. And next to me, I have my very own Valentine, Addie, my wife and business partner. (laughs) And so what we're going to do is, you know, this is an industry where many couples own and grow their businesses together. And of course, it's hard to achieve success, wealth, and freedom if you and your partner, both in business and in life, are not on the same page. So today on the podcast, you're going to hear some tips and strategies from couples who have been business partners for years and how you can achieve success both in business and your relationship with your partner and or your spouse. So first up, we have Mario and Candy from City Roofing. Welcome, you guys. Welcome. Hey, guys. Good to be here. And so... Tell us a little bit about, Mario, you've never been on the pod- podcast before, but Candy has. What? Um, yes, Candy has. We she, know, she, listen. She's a star, huh? She's a star. I'm just in the background. That's right. Well, look, I, I think those of us that can make this work recognize who the real boss is. She is. And, you know, we just do what they tell us to do. So give us the two minute version of your story. Or actually, if you want, you can, you could give your version of the story, Candy, and Mario can give his version of the story. But just tell us about City Roofing, how it started, how you got into the business and kind of where you guys are at now. You know, there's always more than two sides to each story. You're going to hear like four different versions here. Okay. Well, okay. somewhere in the middle, of the truth, right? <laughs> well, I, I guess, um, how did City Roofing start? Well, I started my career working with another roofing contractor here locally. It was back in 2005. I got into, I, I found out about roofing through through colleagues and people that I knew and I decided to to give it a shot. At that time, I had my general contracting license, which only meant that I, I had a little bit of experience working with, with some family in the construction field. So I didn't really like it too much. I didn't like being stuck in, in, in one place or one job all the time. So I, I said, let me, let me give this a shot. So I went to go. And at that time, that was right after that busy hurricane season, Wilma and Katrina. And so obviously when I got in there, it was a, a, a crash course in roofing and, and it happened rather quickly. I, 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 I went to work for, you know, this, this big roofing company at that time that I thought was pretty big. They had, wow, what can I imagine? Multiple cars, hundreds, at least a hundred employees. So I said, okay, this is, this looks pretty good. So we, we got in there and I started to, to work for them and selling jobs. 
And it wasn't long before I, my phone started. This is part of our company story, actually. This is, this is as, as real as it gets. My, my phone was actually getting calls from both customers that were looking to get new roofs done, but also jobs that had already been done that were leaking from the company I was working for. And it was, I didn't know where to stick my head. You know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, man, this is, this is bad. This is bad customer service. I brought it up to the attention to the owners. They didn't care. They were like, well, this is just how it works. We just, we just go. And I was like, but what about the customers? No, nah, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't, don't worry about it. And I'm like, sure. Well, they, they kind of brushed it off and it was kind of their MO. And I was like, well, this is not how it's done. And so I, 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 you know, obviously I would talk to Candy. She wasn't anywhere. She had nothing to do with roofing at the time. She was working as a mortgage processor, underwriter for a mortgage company. And I would come home and I would tell her all these, all these stories. And I was like, look, you know what? This isn't going to go anywhere. This company's going to go by the wayside. I mean, this is, you don't, it's that you don't run a business this way. So long story short, I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my license and we'll go off on our own. And at first she didn't want to join. She was like roofing. Yep. Could you play this is, what is that? I'm like, well, you know, I saw the opportunity. I saw the opportunity because it was, I always, I always recognized Miami as a city of three industries, real estate, import, export, but not that kind of import, export and um, construction. So I decided to go into the route of construction and I chose roofing because I thought that everyone needed a roof and it would be a steady income recession proof in the whole nine yards. And uh, so when we first, when we launched, she was still doing her work, but it coincided that at that time, the mortgage industry was also in a decline. And so I told her, Hey, this is going to, this, this business that you're in is, is going to go, it's going to die. It's, it's, it's going to go the way of the dinosaur. And, and yeah, it, it, it eventually did. And that's when she decided and I twisted her arm and I said, Hey, you, you got to come over here. You know, and, and help yeah. us out. So okay, yeah. so what's your version, Candy? Yeah, I'm curious. Everything is good up until the point of that you twisted oh, my arm. It I did. I was twisting your arm. Well, we were on a vacation, and we were pregnant with our first, and then we got a call from the bank saying, "Hey, your account's overdrawn." And Mario had the checkbook in the in the in the in the truck, and he didn't know how to you know operate. It was getting too much. It was too much. You know, it's not like anybody does a crash course on financials and running how to run a business and how to do QuickBooks or any of that. So at that point, I'm like, you're gonna need help. I took over the books, so I just started inching my way in um, reluctantly. Then I just saw the opportunity. Wow, I get to work from home and still raise a family, and I think that's the greatest gift that any family could have. So just out of curiosity, so what are, so tell us about city roofing today. Last year, you guys do both repair and re-roof. Just give everybody kind of an idea. How many employees do you have? How many jobs did you complete last year? So you want to go, I mean, we, we have 25 employees. We did about 120, what, 120 re-roof jobs, was it? A little less than that? It was a little Close. less. Close. 107. Close. Yeah, between, between 110 and 120. We did a lot more repairs than that. We did like 320 repair awesome. jobs. And we did 3.5 in sales and 3.25 in revenue. What? Cool. Good. Oh, in production. 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 That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. And what are the 
what are kind of your, what are the different roles? What is Mario, what does Mario do and what does Candy do? Well, I, I do the sales managing and now I'm getting into the HR aspect of it as well. And, and that's pretty much it. And then obviously for technical support for permitting and roofing questions, I'm the guy, but Candy does, she runs the office. She oversees the uh, accounting and marketing. Yeah. Mario's more of the visionary too. He kind of says in two years and three years, this is where we need to be. It's very difficult for me to see in terms of in years, I see just in the immediate, like what needs to be taken care of today, the end of the week. It's even hard for me to see into next month. So for me, it's just, okay, give me what's most important right now so we can execute because that's just my mojo. It's like, okay, let's just get it done. It's accomplished. But he kind of has to expand and tell me, okay, we're going to just take it by five years, three years. And then once I have a clear picture and he tells me where I can relate to that, then I feel comfortable. The whole time it's like he's trying to sell me on, on the well, idea. So it becomes a little difficult. Well, we talk a lot about EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system, and what you guys both just described is the the visionary and the and the integrator. Like you are the right integrator, just like with us. Although Addy is also now becoming the visionary, the you guys just described visionary integrator, and that's what I think makes really good partnerships is is when you have one and the other. Yeah, I would agree. What would you guys say was one of the most challenging times for you in the business together? As far as, as far as what, like there's so many challenges. I mean, I, yeah. Is there something I mean, that oh, well, I could say, I could say the, the, when we hit rock bottom, like yeah. the, the rock bottom was when we had started a few years after we started when with, yeah, like three years. Yeah. In 2009, when, well, we started in 06, 05, 06. And the recession was in full swing. We were, we, we, we lost our, our house. I mean, we were barely making ends meet, you know, it was, it was a pretty tough time, but we, we, we hung in there. There were times that we were going to call it quits and say, Hey, I'd rather go get a, you know, a real paying job than, than just, you know, doing this crap. Right. Yeah. Um, but we stuck in there and we pushed through it one day at a time. And it wasn't until maybe 2012 when things completely, you know, started going and upticking and it hasn't really stopped since. Yeah. You know, and having that financial burden, I know can add so much stress to a relationship. When you came out on the other side, what were some of your takeaways from that experience? That we can get through anything. Yeah. That, 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 that was the worst and the rest is pie. That's Love it. And we had three kids at the time too, when we were going through all that. So you know, we could have said, hey, at that time, uh, I think this is enough, yeah. right? Three is enough. Like, that's it, right? We're like, nah, let's push it. What the heck? Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> that was the hard part. That was, that was 14, 14 children ago. <laughs> but you know, one thing that we always did, even if it was good times or bad times, we always did our date night. We always did our little getaways. And I feel like that refreshed us. Even though, you know, the thing is going down, right? The plan is going up, but we had our good times no matter what. So we always went back to, to that. Very true. Very true. Always spent time with each other. We, we had, we dedicated one day a week to go have date night. 
you know, we would always take our vacations together with the kids. Yeah, and we, we always hung in there. And we, we even though things around us were going crazy, we still kept the family intact and we still had a great time together and we were able to separate, you know, work and, and family, it's two hard. different things. It's hard, you kind of have to make a little, a bubble, right? You're just gonna go in that bubble for that moment no matter how chaotic it is outside, but that, that space is sacred and it's, it's important and you have to do it to keep thriving. Right. Yeah. That's something we did along the way too. Yeah. yeah. We struggled with it. Yeah. Especially somebody. What the going away? Oh no. The, the bubble. And oh. when you got, you went into the bubble, but then you were supposed to come out of the bubble. Right. And at home, you were supposed to be husband and wife. And at the business, you were supposed to be business partners. Is that what you meant by the bubble? That's how I took it. Well, we do that a lot. Well, that, that you know, no, there, there, there were many, many times where we would bring, you know, work home. And, you know, from the moment we got in the door to the time we got to bed, we were talking about this, this work thing, you know, and then we'd, we'd catch ourselves yeah. doing it. And then we'd be like, wait a second. This right. isn't good. Yeah. We got we to gotta cut it, you know, and. And that did take that, that did we did slide into that world for a bit but it, it ended up making our relationship more rough it, it it was bumpier because of that so we had to quick you know learn and say well they we, we gotta we can't we can't do this and then over time it just became it became more natural so now we're just like two different people right you're your work person it's like and then your your relationship person right and then yeah. you have to kind of know when to move into that role and when you shouldn't say something and when it's the right time i'm not going to talk about work on the weekend i just know it's not worth it and at night i'm not going to talk about work either it can wait yeah that's great that you caught on to that yeah. i still struggle with that she struggles with it a lot more than i do but i leave because for years i could never turn it off yeah i just could not turn it off now oh i can turn it off yeah. want to turn it off yeah you want but to i find off. myself to. talking yeah i talk to myself like i'm gonna say it no i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna say it. like i like i have to hold my tongue and say i'm not gonna say it and if i get through monday without like the whole weekend without saying it i'm like i did it you yeah. did it <laughs> because i've been holding this in yeah but something you don't know is that i do keep if it's something negative i do keep that outside of work hours if it's something positive inspirational then i will share that with you absolutely i think it's exciting right yeah so i don't know if you've noticed that but i have been well, learning, you've gotten better yeah i've learned to kind of like i don't want to go that place when we're having a good time and trying to relax yeah now, i don't know about you guys but our kids used to also be like hey you're doing it again you're talking about work yeah, you know, yeah like yeah, they, yeah. they would bring us back to the moment so there yeah. that was awesome yeah yeah, yeah they do it they, they do a good job they do yeah mom dad you're doing it again. You're fighting again about work. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, uh, so on the other side of that, what is one of the greatest successes that you've enjoyed in business together? I guess um, that, that we were able to raise a family, learn from our mistakes, and all the while just growing together both through the good and the bad and, and being here to, 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 you know, to bear witness to it. You know, I don't know how other couples or other, other, you know, marriages do it. If, if they end up, you know, going the, 
the extreme route of even, you know, getting a divorce, right? Because that, that could happen. I, I, I was always, you know what, but to shed a little bit of background on it, I saw my parents do it for so many years. They were, they were, they worked together. They were, you know, owners of a business. I didn't know any other way to me. That's what I saw. I didn't see uh, my, both of my parents work a nine to five, right? So, but the, but the successes are, you know, that, that, oh, they ended up getting a divorce, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, to, to be here, what, 17 years later, and that we're more in love with each other more than ever. And my goodness, I mean, that is my ultimate success to me. That's incredible, you guys. Wow, that's so beautiful, that's beautiful. Mario. Oh, oh, the, the bedroom is right here, guys. <laughs> so how do you guys stay on the same page so that you're not getting conflicting information to your team? This is a big one. So I try to avoid paths with him during the week because I don't want to interrupt his flow and I don't want him to interrupt my flow. But we do have a day that we discuss, like, what's, what are you working on? What I'm working on? And there's just things that he doesn't need me to share with him. He's just very to the point. I want, I want to know A, B, C, D. So I just don't want to bombard him with extra. So for the most part, the team comes to me first. So we kind of have like a gatekeeper, if you will, before it goes to him. Because I don't want to shut him down on what he's doing. So I don't know if that helps anybody. We but. stay out of each other's way, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> we only get to come together like if it's something that's set, like that set appointment, that set date, that, that we're planning stuff, that we're sharing information. Let's stop here and take a quick break. Now more than ever, you need a steady stream of profitable leads that are going to close easily and quickly with as little hassle as possible. Repeat and referral leads are the absolute best way to do that. But how do you go about generating more of these profitable leads systematically? At G4 Marketing Group, we have the whole process down to a science, and we have it all written out for you in the Referral Success Blueprint. We're making this blueprint free to you as a listener of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, so you can start generating more profitable leads for your business today. Just go to www.g4marketing.com forward slash blueprint. That's G-F-O-U-R marketing.com forward slash blueprint and download your referral success blueprint for free. Now let's get back to this episode. And, but you guys are also very aligned with the vision of the business. Like you've gotten very clear about this is how much money we want to make. Now. So yeah, so this is how much we want to make. So in order for us to make this, Here's what the business needs to look like in order for us to get there. And you guys have done a lot of work in that area. Has that been, has that helped a lot? Definitely. No, no. Definitely. Definitely. Because I want to say a couple of years ago, 
I thought th this was important, he thought the other. So we're just scrambling, throwing ideas and there's no direction or what we're gonna do first or we're not working on anything together. So it's just exhausting, right? Yeah. And you're running around in circles and nothing is getting done. But I think this year has been such a defining moment because there is so much clarity. We know where we need to go and we've seen things happen um, to get us there. I mean, we're getting older and I hope that as I'm getting older, I get wiser. Me too. You know? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was telling her the other day, I was like, oh, wait, you, can, you, can you believe, can, when I was 30, the things that I was thinking, I no longer, I, I can't even see myself like doing that now. And that was only 10 years ago. And 10 years ago was like nothing. And in 10 years, like my whole way of thinking is completely changed. Even like three years ago. Just wait until you're 52. Yeah, right. I, and look, I, you know, you guys experienced losing everything and losing the house. And we, you know, what's kind of cool is when you mention one of your biggest successes, you didn't talk about the new house or the house that you have, the property that you have, the business that you have, what you said was your greatest success is that you made it through. And I, I consider that the same thing with us. I mean, it's good to have a, a, a place to live and food to eat, but being together is, is really the real prize, yeah. I think. Overcoming at the, end the of challenges, it. absolutely. Yeah, the material stuff is secondary, you know? Yeah. And it has a way of bringing you closer, like you said, you know, we can get through anything. And, you yeah. know, once you have that experience, you know that whatever life throws your way, you're, you know, you're going to be okay. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, it's like we were for a long time, we would go in different directions and she had her jobs to do. I had my stuff to do, but we were never, you know, really aligned. And I think over the last, really over the last three or four years, we've gotten super aligned. And, you know, I say it all the time, clarity is power. The more clear you yeah. are about your vision, about where you're going and what that looks like, the the more power there is behind it to actually like bring it, bring it about. So what advice would you give? Because, you know, we, we have a lot of clients that are husband and wife teams and we could do this. And, and by the way, for those of you that are out there listening, if you want to hear more episodes like this, let us know because we have other couples, client teams, teams yeah. that um, have been doing it for years and years and years and have made it work. And so we'd be happy to, you know, come on and, and do more of this. But what advice would you give to other couples that are out there that, you know, maybe aren't in as good a place? that might be struggling a little bit or maybe a little frustrated with each other or with the business, what advice would you give to them? I'll let you answer that one first. I got to think about that one. I think you have to choose, you know, the time that you're going to talk to them. Don't do it when you're emotional. You're going to say things that you regret, you know, and also we tend to be so hard on each other. Right. And it's a good idea to just write down everything that you've accomplished already. Like just, Reflecting back on the things that you guys have accomplished together is huge and it actually energizes you to move forward. So it's not all doom and gloom, you know, you guys have gone through a lot and you're going to survive, but I think that encourages everybody. What beautiful advice. Yeah. Being grateful, right? Writing yes. down, look, 
look at what we've accomplished together and being grateful for it. You have anything to add to that from the I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll give you one of the many things because there's so much advice, but um I would say one of the most important ones is um don't forget that you're married and that you have to feed that marriage, nurture it. You know, it's not a business relationship as much as a marriage. And that's that was the you know, your your first yes, your should be your first priority is go on your date nights spend time together, get to know each other more, because I don't know about you, but I find something new about her every day. <laughs> you know? Every day I'm learning something new about her, right? Doesn't it happen? Like, man, what? Did you, yeah. did you, what? you know? Um, and that makes me want to fall in love with her more and more. And, and uh, I think that, that, that bond of love is uh, unbreakable. Yeah. And you got to, but you got to work on it. Yeah. You know, just like you work on your business, you got to put just as much effort into the marriage as you do into the business or else one or the other is going to go down. Right. Right. Yeah. Better the yeah. business goes. Right. Better the business goes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you two are the best. They're, they're so cute. You know, this year at Accelerate, they were right in the front row and we had to with the live audience, we had to social distance everybody. So Candy was at one table, Mario was at another table. They were next to each other, but they were six feet apart. And after the first break, Addy had said, well, look, if you're, you know, wanna move your chairs, you know, do it after the first break. And of course, what did they do? Candy and Mario came together and they were yep. sitting right next to each other <laughs> the whole time. And- um, Can't live without me. Oh man, she's hot. She's a hot mama. She is. You know? You guys she's are the market ten of the industry. She's a milk man, you know? <laughs> For those of you watching this on YouTube, you know why we're laughing. Well, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for oh, thank you having us. Thank you. Thank you that we're able to share this with you guys. And thank you for having us here. All right. Happy All right, everybody. So welcome back. We have another couple joining us for our special Valentine's Day podcast episode. And with us, we have Ronnie and Stephanie Suarez from Integrity Roofing in Austin, Texas, right? San Antonio. San Antonio. I yeah. always get that wrong. That's, San that's, Antonio, that's, that's where this conference was that we were talking about. Oh, that's right. San Antonio that's against right. the Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So welcome you two, longtime clients, longtime friends, G4. So let's start off. Tell everybody the story of Integrity Roofing and how you guys got into business together. We want to hear each version of the story. So one of you goes okay. first, and then we want to hear the other side of the story. Okay, well... You know, 15 years ago, I decided that, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a business owner. I had worked for, you know, not too many people. I really hadn't had that many jobs, but I had been working since I was 16. And so I, I learned a lot from a lot of great people. And then, you know, I learned a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. So, you know, I wanted to be a successful person. I wanted to have a, a successful life. And so I decided that that was what I needed to do. So I started my business, it, very you know, meager beginnings, but you know, <laughs> I, I was able to get it going. And, and I asked my dad, I said, hey, help, help me out. He owned his own roofing company for 23 years. 
So I said, come out of retirement, help me, help me get this thing going. Let's, let's build a strong foundation. Let's get this thing off the road. And we did, and we just started to grow and grow. And, and, and it was, it was great. You know, it was everything that I, it was cracked up to be in my mind, but then we ran across a lot of challenges. Like every business owner does, we had challenge after challenge. And, uh, and that was about two or three years in, into the business. And, and I met Stephanie and we, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, when, when she walked into the room that day, it was like, the and angels were singing. Hit me. The world stopped. Yes. <laughs> it was instant. Let me tell you, it was instant. I, I saw her across the room and I was with friends and she was there for, for a leadership conference. And because uh, Stephanie comes from the, the public sector, I had worked in the private sector my, my entire life. So I was with friends and we were you know, at a restaurant and I saw her across the way. And I mean, I said, who is that girl? <laughs> introduced me to her and I was pushing and pushing and pushing my friends you know you know her bring her over here <laughs> and so eventually we we met and we just hit it off from the very beginning and and hey that's that's the end of the story there as far as when love when the love started immediately we just had just such a great time together from from then on it's how many just, years have you guys been together well that day was March 5th 2008 wow the day after his birthday so I was a belated Present, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Birthday present. <laughs> so it's going to be 13 years since that date. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Cool. And, the and then wait. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Well, and, then, and the company's 15 years old. So goes yeah. to show you the journey we've been on together. But that was before I joined. Yeah. So wait. Yeah. So did you guys meet? And then it happened really fast. And then you said, oh, by the way, why don't you come and work with me <laughs> no. in, in, the, in a roofing company? No, 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 tell us your version. It so, was more progressive than that. It was yeah. more progressive. Okay. So why don't you give us your version of the okay. how you guys got into business together? Well, my background is in public relations government. So I did a lot of community engagement. I started I my career working for an elected official, doing neighborhood meetings and just kind of, you know, helping people with code compliance and utility bills. Uh, resolution. And then I went to go work for the local water utility doing uh, governmental relations and community engagement and what we did in schools. And so I, we were both kind of hitting our own stride when we met and, you know, we were kind of committed to that. I had my own thing. He had his own thing and, you know, really loved it and hit the company just started growing. And it's kind of when you're both working so much, you're almost passing ships. And, you know, you have to think about, is that the kind of quality of life you want, especially when you start having a family. So when we had our first son, he was about one, things really started to change and he would start having these conversations with me. (laughs) Yeah. So we were at the point in the company where we're, you know, from an executive high level uh, perspective, you know, I, I needed, I needed some help, you know, and I loved being with her. And really, let me just say the whole reason why she was with me and Integrity Roofing, I just want to spend more time with her. I mean, I just nice. want to be with her. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, seriously, I, I saw the, the qualities in her that were missing in me, you know, because we, we make up for each other. You know, there, there are things that, that I'm strong in that, that maybe she has areas of that area to grow in areas where she's very strong in, where I'm very weak in, you know, so we complement each other and we, we work and feed off of each other. And I think we make a great, a great team together. And I can see that 
early on, she would walk into a room and light it up. I mean, she would light up the whole room. People would be attracted to her. Really, people would be attracted to her. And I saw that. And I saw the passion that, that she had for to work and just to, just to create and, and, to, and to grow. So I knew that she was, it was just, it was destiny that, that she would be part of the team, be part of our company. Well, and she finally decided that, that she would. And but I was terrified. I didn't want she to. She was scared. Yeah. I don't want to. It's terrifying, you know, to think about becoming an entrepreneur and every dollar you have, you have to make on your own. And I was used to, you know, steady mm-hmm. paycheck and benefits. And it was just all kind of automatic. And even if you worked somewhere and there was an issue or there was a problem, I mean, you still kind of got your paycheck, you know? Right. Um, and yeah. it was just terrifying. Even though I had studied economics and had a degree in it, it just was terrifying. And so it really took a lot of convincing and really Ronnie's encouraging me that we can do this. You can do this. Like, let's do it. And I said, okay, I'm jumping in. (laughs) What are your, what are your roles in the business today? Well, first of all, tell us, give us an idea of the business today. How many people do you have? How many jobs did you complete last year? You're a roofing company, obviously. We're a roofing company, but we just diversified years back. We do siding. So now we're, we're integrity and siding. So we do a lot of roofing jobs. We do a lot of siding jobs. We, we even do carpentry work for mostly exterior. We can just about do everything on the outside of the house. And, and, yeah. and so we do. So we did about 400 jobs. Uh, you said a lot of jobs, you know, from where we, we started. You're right. And so, yeah, we, we've grown a lot from the very beginning. So and the we, staff, how, about how big is the staff? Uh, we, we probably have about, about 15 total employees, people that are, you know, in, in our close network plus subs team plus all the subs yes carpentry subs and roofing subs etc and so what are the roles what does stephanie do what is stephanie in charge of what are you what are you in charge of well i think it's kind of like the evolution of us and really ronnie from the beginning was always the president ceo and i think his evolution was based on leadership and you know what you had to do And mine really has evolved from the very beginning. You know, I think when you join a business, um, your entrance is really critical how you handle that, especially because I was already joining something that was created. There were other people there. So I really couldn't just come in and say, hey, I'm I'm here and this is what I got to do. So I really started with answering the phones, learning how to schedule, learning how to qualify a lead, um, learning the different services. And as Ronnie mentioned, you know, we evolved, you know, it started with shingle. We do tile, metal, shingle, flat roof now, you know, we do gutters, carpentry, siding. So you have to learn. And, and so I started in scheduling, then I started in production and learning how to budget and write invoices. But now wow. I'm focused on really the human element of it all the human element with our employees the human element with our customers and really y'all really help me learning how to improve that customer experience because it's constantly evolving you know and so i really like to think of myself as more of the internal and external brand you know ambassador and just the feeling of the experience so we're from san antonio and and really like a lot of times when you think about competitive advantage sometimes you say oh go local go local but what it started to started to occur to me was that local just means more hey we're from here we're licensed we're it's we're committed to the community local means it's not just somewhat that you know we're here we're not just popped in because there was a recent storm we're here but we also give back to our community so we feel like it is such an amazing opportunity that 
with growth, we're able to represent our customers by whether it's the local nonprofits like the food bank, the university hospital, the healthcare workers right now working so much. So we go drop off lunches to them with a little note saying, hang in there. We're, you don't know us, but we're cheering for you. Um, and just other things like that, you know, the local, that some of the schools we went to, and we just think that's really important for us, you know, not necessarily of like, what could people say about it, but it's just really important for us. We just kind of feel like, you know, sometimes when you're struggling so much to build your business, you are selfish. Like you have to, at all costs, like you have to keep it going. But I think when you really feel like you're arriving to a good place is when you should reach out more and give back. So that's really what Integrity Cares SA is about. That's awesome. And how long has it been since you've been working together? Uh, It's been almost 10 years Mm -hmm. that we've been working together. Oh, okay. So you came in a long, you know, a while back. I think my interest like naturally in the, in the company just always started as a couple, you're talking about various things, but I want to say like in a full-time, full-time capacity, like seven years, you know, cause also Mm -hmm. with the little ones, but I really feel I've arrived in really being a partner of the business. So that's Mm -hmm. exciting because you really have to want it and believe it in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And one, can you guys share one of you or both of you share with us, what was one of the most challenging times in the business together? I think that the most challenging time, well, right now is a, a, a very challenging time. Obviously, with a pandemic and everything that's going on, the limitations, we've we've grown a lot from that, though, because we've discovered a lot of technology that we didn't, we always wanted to implement, we always wanted to put this in our business, but we just never took that action, you know, and so this, this forced us to do so. But that aside, I think that the main thing that we were challenged by all along was running our business from the inside out. Like we were so deep in the weeds. We were there very, very, every step, every operational task decision. I mean, we were really deep in it and we couldn't see the forest through the trees. We, we needed to allow our business to run without us at times. You know, we're always watching our business. We're always working 24 seven, but you know, we're, we have great people and we have great, a great system so people can work and, and continue you know, with the business working like, shall I say, a, a, the well-oiled machine. It's not always that perfect, but you know, the point is, is that that was our struggle for a long time. And I think we, we over, overcame that. You know. And I think with that being said, is sometimes you're so wanting to be in control, you don't allow other people to grow. Or, you know, and, and you just want everything to go right exactly every time. Like sometimes you're kind of in the way of their growth. And Mm -hmm. so, although like, I'm sure everybody was terrified and it's still scary about like, what are the impacts of this overall pandemic? It allowed us, whether we liked it or not to kind of step back and think differently and have our people think differently and they've risen to the occasion. And so now we're actually working on our business, not in our business, because Mm -hmm. that really facilitated us to allow other people to grow, but probably it was an incremental situation because mm-hmm. you can't really let go if nothing's there to support it. So I think right. like the struggle was always building a foundation, you mm-hmm. know, and now I think, you know, we're kind of getting there. We're arriving. We're arriving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Incredible. That's great. Yeah. I and think one of the, the things that, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. Go ahead. I think one of the things that turned, turned us around really, and it, it's funny because we were we were driving to um, uh, our daughter's volleyball tournament, and we were in the vehicle a, a long time with each other. And I said, "Hey, we, we need to listen to this book together." You know, we had this Audible, and I said, "It's it's Michael Gerber E Myth," and I had been listening to it, and I really really wanted her to listen to it with me. 
And so I did, and he really talks about the systematic approach and the business running without you, you know, and we really, really took that in. We did all these little tasks. He had us do all these little, you know, things in the bit. So we would learn where were we really with our business? Like, what are the different facets of our company and what are the different levels of the company? And so it really made us think, and that was kind of a, a, a turning, turning point, point for us, for sure. really, really taking that in and putting it into action. And how long ago was that? That Four was years. about, about three, four, four or five years ago. Four or five years. Has it, yeah. and I think that's the thing, it doesn't happen overnight because because yeah. growth is a lot of looking at yourself and really looking in the mirror and saying- And telling the truth, right? Yeah. My dad taught me that. He said, if you can't look in the mirror and like what you see, or you know, you're lying to yourself and that's the worst thing you can do. And so we've had that work together and we still do it every day. We're like, wow, could we have handled that differently? Or mm, mm-hmm. maybe- or maybe we could have done this, you know, but I think we're open to it and you have to be open to working on yourself. Absolutely. I always say it. I think that the skill set part of the business can be bought. It could be rented. You can get it from other places. What you can't get is the mindset. What you can't get is who you are being as in that process. And who you are being is going to limit your growth. And whether that's in profitability and time freedom, building a business that works for you instead of you working for it. So I'm, I'm glad you said that because it really is. It's, it's really more about working on yourself because the other stuff is pretty formulaic. Yeah, I really how you opened your session the other day. It was just like, ah, for me, you know, because really it's about... And I think as a couple, are you both a hundred percent committed? Like, can you commit to the same plan? Can you commit to the same vision? Can you follow through? Because, you know, yes, at times life happens and maybe one person has to handle more than the other. But at the end of the day, if you're doing this as a couple, like you both have to have the same commitment or it's not going to work, you know? That's right. Do you guys sit down and talk, talk about money? Like, Hey, this is how much money we want to make. This is why we want to make it. This is how we're going to spend it. This is how we're oh. going to invest it, how we're going to give it. Yes. Yes. All the time. All the time. We're, we're in constant communication. That's the thing. I mean, there's kids and there's, there's, there's school and there's all these other things around us, obviously other important things in our life too. But we, we talk a lot. I mean, we communicate a lot about, about these things. I, we bounce a lot of stuff off each other. And we make sure we're on the same page with stuff. I kind of laugh sometimes because I think people probably think they're, you know, like really y'all are always together. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, is that we, we can even be working like in at home when everyone's working remote or, you know, at the building. But yes, we have that time together, but we have our own thing too. Like, so yeah. I feel like I'm accomplishing also something that identifies me and he does that too. But yeah, we're always talking about like, you know, what's <laughs> Is that a bad thing though? Always spending time together. Cause her and I, we're, we, we, at this point, it's like, it just is what it is, but we're like, <laughs> we're always together. Yeah, going by the hip. We're yeah, always yeah. together. <laughs> That's us too. And you know, the funny thing is, is that even though we're always together, I make it a point for us to just also have our own time. Like, are yeah. we going to order some sushi and wine? It's just like, not even like, let's take a break. I mean, so yeah. even though we're together all the time, we still have to work on us as a couple. And that's yeah. probably, I think like the biggest thing too, is that's that where it starts. you have to yeah. be a couple. 
Like yes. you have to have a foundation as a relationship, as a couple in mm -hmm. order to even think about working together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the only way it's, it's going to work. I mean, so we we just were talking with Candy and Mario who are going to be on this with you guys. And they said the exact same things. I mean, you have to, I think they said you have to put the marriage and the relationship before the, before Absolutely. the business. Right. Absolutely. And I think it's just like anything personally that will test your foundation as a couple, as a marriage, as a family will do in business too. Like right. that will happen in business too. And so you have to know, you know, how you have each other's back, how you conflict resolution, how you appear on the same page. Even if like someone's presenting something to you and you're like, that's not what I thought we talked about. It's like poker face. Let me just take a couple steps back and talk to him and we'll get it on there. <laughs> So that's a good segue to the next question, which is how do you stay on the same page so that you make sure that you're not giving Mixed. conflicting yeah. direction to your team? Yeah, it's back to the communication. You know, we, we talk about what we, we, we have the same vision, really. That's, that's the thing. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we've spent so much time together. That's our advantage. We spent so much time together, just like you guys, that we know each other so well, we know what our vision is and we share the same vision. And so I think when, when things come up where maybe she, create something on her own that we haven't <laughs> talked about, which, which can happen, you know, uh, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm with it because she has the same vision. We have the same ethics. We have the same integrity. It's it, so because of that, it, it all falls into place uh, for it, us now. Now I, won't, I will say it's, it's challenging still. I mean, yeah, we have our challenges. We have spirited every conversations. Day, every day. <laughs> spirited <laughs> conversations. I mean, I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it at all. I mean, there are times where I'm like, I'm going to pause this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for a little walk around the house or the office and I'll be back. And, <laughs> but I think it's grounded in that respect for each other. Like, you know, I mean, and, and it's, it's just how we work daily. Like, even if, you know, even if like you're washing dishes and, you know, you put something right where I was, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. So first of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, I yeah. mean, I just think it's also knowing also your roles. Cause for example, like I wouldn't venture off into something in a sales presentation or like the application of some sort of material. So we kind of know each other's, you know, areas. And I think we really value each other's opinion. So if for some reason, something did get presented to you, that was a different thought, there may be a reason, you know, I'm not going right. to just undermine it. And just because it's got to be my way. And I think that's the other thing too, is that you got to know when to give in. Like you have to know when maybe that person needs you more that day than you. Like maybe they are having a bad day, like get over your stuff. They need you. Or, you know, I think it's just, you just got to be in it to win it together. <laughs> That's nice. great. That was beautifully said. And also what can you share with the audience? Some of the things you do to help the, keep the business from interfering with the, with the personal life too, with the kids maybe. You know, that's a tough one because the business is 24 seven. Like, you know, as you guys know, whether it's your email or your phone with text messages or phone calls or just what's what's going on up here, you're constantly thinking about it. It's almost like an obsession, if you will. And so <laughs> we, we, we share that. But but at the same time, we know we, we, we talk about how we can cut it off at some point because we have a personal life. We have children we're raising. You know, we have a household. So we, we, we're able to, to just shut it off sometimes. We, we have to. I think like 
when I finally realized, and even though I knew this going in, it's not eight to five. So you structure your 24 hours how you want to. So for example, you know, Mm -hmm. in the morning, we, you know, we got to get our kids ready, get them going with school, and then we work. And then we know now when they are done, we're going to focus on them and we're going to have, how was your day? You know, Mm -hmm. how's it going? And then when we put them to bed, we go back to work sometimes. So, you know, that's also the freedom of, I'm not going to do this at this moment. I'm going to do it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a struggle. I mean, it's it's a real struggle sometimes. <laughs> but especially like you can even have a restaurant experience and they follow up a certain way, and you're like, oh my god, that's such a good idea. Oh yeah, we should. Da-da-da. You know, like so you see ideas and creativity everywhere, and you always want your business to c- grow and evolve. So, but I think also when you love what you do, really, you know, it's it's. You just make it, it work. comes easier when you have a passion yeah. for what but you I, do and you, you know, want to succeed. But sometimes I have to tell my kids, like, I'm sorry, I can't keep on playing this game with you right now. You've got to go to bed and I have to work, you know, yeah. so they I have to work so you can eat tomorrow. Exactly. exactly. Oh, no. I'm the mom oh. of guilt. I am the mom of guilt. Believe me, I'm really bad. They're going to look back and be like, oh, my mom, man. She was, you she like made... having a comfortable bed to sleep in? You like having a roof over your head? I am. I'm really bad. I'm really bad. At that. <laughs> but I, I, what I, what's really interesting in listening to you is just the transformation from this hesitant person right and wanting to step into entrepreneurship to now it's like oh my god i see ideas everywhere that's a good yes how do we incorporate it and it's just not yeah. awesome. so it, oh no that's, well and i think that's why we, we're both we kind of like say we go beast mode you know it's like ah you know let's do this yeah. and you know i think it's just I, I think when you really it's hard it, again it's work but i think like when you finally get to a point where you're working on the creativity of your business that's the fun part. And like, you don't want to lose that. So you got to make sure everything keeps on working. And it doesn't mean that you forget like how the business is working. You just have checks and balances and make sure everything's okay. Because I think we're finally entering like the really fun part. Still scary, right? Mm -hmm. You're still like, ah, but I think we're entering the fun part. What is the fun part? Well, it's just like, Uh, you know, having a little more freedom to, to spend time together, to go, enjoy some of our, you know, the fruits of our labor, some of the investments that we've made, you know, we, Good. we have a ranch now. So we're, we're, we're going and we're spending time there. And sometimes we're still working when we're there, but oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> we, we get to do, you know, some things. Uh, okay. So, so right. wait, a ranch, <laughs> tell us about this. What, what is, what's a ranch? I live in Miami. I am. Oh, okay. okay. That's right. So, Hello. <laughs> so we, we bought a large a piece of property out in the rural area that you know we have wildlife on it and uh it's, it's up on a hill it's got a beautiful view mountains and all that stuff and so it's just a it's a way i, I told her i said i think this property i think this saved my life it did it because really did. i i could get pretty stressed out uh, you know the the business is it's a it's a it's an animal so being able to go out there and just have the fresh air have the view it's just it's life-changing so well just to put it this way the town only has 200 people (laughs) nice (laughs) how far is that from home there the the town it's not even incorporated it's just like a block and there are no street lights there's like one cafe one Mm. one general store but um you know we're we're discovering the land and we go on Mm. hikes and teaching our kids just stuff out the great outdoors really (laughs) Yeah. And how far how far away is it from from home? It's about an hour and a half. Tops. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's easy. Yeah. 
Hey, yeah. if I'm if I'm if I'm on that road going 80, we we can get there an hour and 10. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we gotta, we got, we well, definitely, we gotta make a trip out to San Antonio. We gotta check out that ramp. Would love for you all, and I was gonna say y'all. I was like thinking about. It, I was like, I'm gonna be saying y'all. Y'all, we know what y'all. Yeah. I know y'all. I love y'all. I know <laughs> y'all. Bring yeah. it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, yeah, you know, it's just. It, but the bottom line, it, it's it's having a shared vision and and just knowing you do have to work. Like sometimes you don't want to work, but you sometimes have to get it done because that's like the other thing. Our parents are really strong people, both the men and women, and you know they've taught us a lot of little nuggets in life. And sometimes they don't register till you know you carry on in life. And one of the things that my dad taught me is that you have to be disciplined. You know, like like earlier in, in your opening session, there's so many things you were talking about and it was like, ding, 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 ding. It was like going off in my head and it's the plan. It's having that plan and sticking with it. Uh, another great thing someone once told me, I remember one time I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And I was going <laughs> on, on and they said, well, did you write that plan in pencil? Cause you might have to erase yeah. some things. And <laughs> yeah. so I think we're just always, we're just trying to grow together too. Mm -hmm. And I think if you both want to grow and you both want to be humble and know that sometimes you got to check yourself and reevaluate what you're thinking, mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be okay. It'll work. Cool. What do you guys, what do you see as, what's your biggest opportunity over the next year? The business probably growing in maybe commercial roofing. We do a lot of residential roofing. We do a lot of residential siding, that kind of thing. But, you know, probably, probably commercial roofing. Would be something we can grow in or working with the government or something something like that you know big contracts and i think one of the things i really want to do it's kind of been a dream of mine and you know the last 18 months kind of changed a lot of things but i'm not giving up on it i really want to reach out more to the woman homeowner um yeah. and really mm -hmm. just kind of you know connect in that fashion um, and so I'm part of a couple of different networks in town and I really just want to explore that and, you know, just, just have that conversation with them and, you know, be a resource for them. So Ooh, I have some ideas. Okay. That's beautiful because she wants to do the same thing in the industry. Okay. She wants to bring out the use in the industry because a lot of times the, the women are behind the scenes. Yeah, sure. The men are out front, the men get all the credit, but mm -hmm. it's really the women behind the scenes, the, the wives, the, 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 the partner that's actually like making stuff happen. <laughs> like if she wasn't here, yeah. I, uh, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing, a, you know, a 10th of the stuff that I do. Well, and I really do think in regards to like, uh, the personal customer experience, you know, sometimes we inherit just knowledge based on the assumptions that we've had for a very long time and the market's changing and, you know, and there are more even, not even just couples, but young women on their own, younger yeah. women who own homes and, you know, they think it could be a little scary trying to find a contractor. And so mm -hmm. I just kind of want to get the information out there. And I like to awesome. say, I mean, the pink to roofing and siding. <laughs> well, if we can help you do yes. that in any way, you let us know. We're happy to help. Actually, you and I are going to have a conversation when we get back. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate you. you guys doing this and we appreciate the years and years of friendship. And if we can do anything, let us know. And for everybody listening again, if you liked what we did here and you want to hear more from 
couples and partners in the business. If you want to hear more from my business partner, from Addy, <laughs> let me know. Send me an email. I mean, however, communicate with me. Let me know. And we would love to do more of this. So this is Brian Kaskovalsian. And Addy Kaskovalsian. And this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. And until next time, thank you all. We're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Candy and Mario, they're awesome. Ronnie, Ronnie and, Stephanie. and Stephanie. I mean, just really, really great people. And, and look, we've got probably, I don't know, 10 other couples that we can go to and have, you know, really great conversations with. Yeah. But Addie tells me that we're going to answer some of the same questions. Yeah, we get asked and, uh, and our marketing team wanted us to share it too. Kind of like our journey yep, in so. entrepreneurship and uh, husband and wife team and raising a family. Which, okay. Yeah. So if you don't care about me and Addy, you can just turn off now and go to the next episode <laughs> if you want. Um, I guess we're going to, are we answering some of the same questions? Like I what are, so. okay, what are our, um, what are our roles? Well, our roles were visionary or you were sales and marketing and I was GSD yes in the beginning GSD they've Get evolved you a lot over the years when it was when we just started it was just him and I and Brian was out selling marketing the business and I was you know client support and doing everything that needed to be done on the back end to make sure we fulfilled on all our promises and so that's changed over the years, you know? Yeah, that's changed a lot. Well, we when we implemented EOS three years ago, and EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, you guys have heard me talk oh, yeah. about it before, it changed everything for us. We started it, what, three years ago or three years we in? We started, yeah, this is our fourth year using that system. And I think that's where it really became very, very clear. Yeah. I think we did a good job from 2009, 2017, to, to really grow the business and build the foundation of the business. You know, it took us a little while, honestly. We were a little slow there to, we were. to take off. But but we, we were able to develop a really loyal client base, not because they liked us, but because we actually delivered on the promises that, that we, made. we made. Yeah. And then, and then when EOS came in and we discovered this whole new operating system, it was, and by the way, it wasn't me that found it. It was her that found it but and was paying attention and was listening to Caesar when he was talking about EOS and what it did for his company. And he was so well, it wasn't even his own company. It was like, it, it was, a, it was the buzz at EO, all of the, oh, entre okay. the entrepreneur group. But listen, I was terrible at implementing it initially because I started to read the book. Uh, it's based on a book called Traction by Gina Wickman. And I, it's kind of a dense read. It is. And I never I've never got, read it. Yeah. I never got through it. So when Caesar came to us and said, oh yeah, I implement it. We were like, oh, thank goodness. She was like, okay, we're, <laughs> we're you're but she made the executive decision and said, all right, we're in. Where do we sign? But that's where we learned about the visionary and the visionary's role and the integrator's role. And for those of you that aren't as familiar, the visionary is basically the, the entrepreneur, the one that's got the big ideas, the one that hates details. He, he or she charts where the company is going. Yeah. 
And the integrator- They're the one with the vision. Right, and the integrator is the how. How do we go where you wanna go? Yeah. Right? But I think what's unique to us too is that I've always had a little bit of the visionary too pushing us. Which is rare. Yeah. Yeah, it's rare to find somebody that's got that's got both and you have both. I don't because the 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 integrator stuff, I mean, it just I hate it. Yeah. It's but... all details, keeping things on track, keeping things documented and process process. I can force my I forced myself You've to do it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. But in years past. Not... But where you naturally yeah. go to. And what's, and what's fortunate for us and for some of the other um, uh, couples that we know of is that it's really clear there's one visionary and there's one that's an integrator. Those make really good partnerships. And we're lucky that, that we've got that visionary integrator thing. Because if we were both integrators, it just wouldn't work. We would get in, in each other's way. Yeah. But, but I'll, let me step back a little bit and, and just say that when we were introduced to EOS, it became very, very clear about whose role, right? Who was doing what? And essentially, you know, gave us the clarity to say, just get out of my way. I love you, but just get out of my way. Let me yeah. do my thing. And and vice versa, right? Like, don't don't overstep right now. This is This is my role. This is what I do. You know, what's interesting, too, is I see this with a lot of partnerships, whether it's, you know, husband and wife or just regular partnerships. I think there is sometimes a an issue of can I really trust that this is going to happen? Can I really trust that this is going to happen? It's not that I don't trust the person. It's just I'm just not sure if I can trust that. Hey, that decision that you made does I don't agree. I just don't necessarily think that that's going to work. And one of the things you have to admit over the last three years that's happened is more and more I just let I just trust you to make the right decisions. Whereas before there was some yeah there was some there was a little bit of um, conflict there sure tension absolutely. But we've both evolved in our roles and it's been great, but it wasn't always easy. You know, we, when we started the business, we, we did it together because we had just reached rock bottom. We had lost everything. And Brian came to me one morning and, and said, I have an idea. And when he gave me, you know, as the visionary, right, when he shared with me the idea, the vision of a company that helps other home improvement companies excel at relationship marketing, I, I really love that because in the previous business that we had worked in together, in that business, I wasn't really an owner. Um, I just came in and helped with, you know, I guess I did payroll and marketing and eventually I started managing it, but but I loved it so much because that's, that's what I did for that company. I used to assemble little gifts and knock on our clients' doors and walk through the project and make sure they were happy. And I'm, I'm a people person. So for me, that was amazing. It gave me the chance to connect with others and and, and also, you know, to, to see about future business and, and ask for referrals and all that. So it really uh, made sense to me when he approached me with that idea. And I'm like, I'm all in. I love it. And the we had no choice. We had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make something work. We had to make something work. We had to eat. <laughs> yes. We had to eat. And so I guess that was, that was what we had been... We had been married, what, 10 years, 10 years at that yeah. point. Yeah. We had worked together maybe three just years. a couple, yeah, two or three years. Yeah. And then, Because I yeah. was lucky enough to stay home with my girls. You know, I really didn't start working full time till they, the little one was uh, like in kindergarten, which was awesome. You know, I, I got to really enjoy them. So I'm grateful to you.
for that because that yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, when, but before we did G4, you just kind of stepped in and were just doing whatever needed to be done to keep the other thing, you know, alive at, until some point that we figured out what we were really going to do. And so with G4, that was when you really came in and you were like, really, we were business partners. And it was like, okay, we got to work together to make this thing really work. Yeah. And I don't know if this is unique to me or if it's, I don't know that it is unique to me. I think it's, it's definitely something that other couples share, but I saw in you something very talent. Uh, how do you say it? Yeah. A very talented individual. I saw your strengths when you necessarily didn't see them. And I, I, I feel like I've always, you know, I, I've, I've always felt like, wow, there's a gold mine in that. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, all of you. <laughs> you gotta listen to this <laughs> this is the stuff i gotta hear all the time like i saw something in you i saw something in you when oh. i first saw you you were a big lump of clay no. <laughs> you're a big lump of clay okay no and if i kicked you all. if i kicked no, you in the ass no. long enough i could create some legs under you that's not true if My i kick you in the is... head enough maybe i can make you smart oh gosh are you really going there well that's not where i was going okay why don't you answer the questions why well, don't can we i finish to... my thought or are you really uncomfortable right now uh i think i think everybody is uncomfortable right now <laughs> how right. do we stay if everybody's uncomfortable then I'll how do we stay you i'll keep going <laughs> how do we stay on the same page so that we're not giving conflicting direction to our teams. Boy, you really sobered me up now. Yep. <laughs> this is my job, by the way. Welcome. Okay, okay, this is a little insight into, into my world. No. Hey, no. look, I, I doubt anybody's even listening anymore. I mean, they might have just said, we don't care about Brian and Addy and their backgrounds. They might not even be listening anymore. Should you be so lucky? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay, enough. Stop it. Okay, how do you stay on the same page? Okay, well, again, it goes back to EOS. When we started EOS, it was just became very clear about what our roles were. And, and, and honestly, and in full transparency, it happens still occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally, but it's not a normal thing. The majority of the time, we respect each other's decisions and, and we move forward. And when we do, it doesn't get ugly. It's just like, hey, Remember that was, that falls under my responsibilities or, you know. And what's funny is usually now it's not even you coming to me. It's Yanni or it's Valerie. Hey, you know, Brian's making a mess over here. We got to shut him down. Right. We got to stop him. They know. They know. They know now. Yeah. Oh, Brian's making a mess. Uh, we got to shut him down. Yeah. Let so. him go off into his little corner and go do his thing. And we'll just go and continue running the business. But All right. Well, we gotta we gotta start winding this down because this is getting this is a long this is the wait. longest podcast we've ever done. Oh, are we done? Yeah. Well, I just got started. No, we gotta we gotta start wrapping up. Well, no, we had Candy and Mario, then we had Ronnie and and Stephanie, and now there's us. So, what advice? Let's wrap up with our last question. If people want more of us, would they can let us know, and we can <laughs> we okay. can do more of this. Uh, but what advice would you give to other couples out there who may be struggling or maybe frustrated with each other and, you know, working together in the business? I don't know. What would you tell them? <sighs> the relationship, just same things that Candy and Mario said is the relationship is the, the, the marriage relationship is the most important thing. 
and you gotta you gotta separate out i i liked what candy and mario said that they never lost their date night that they always had date night and i think that that can that can get away from us really fast right and it's something like it's got to be scheduled and it's got to be a part of every week you know we had problems with that for a while like we didn't plan date nights well we just would go whenever we could but, but we now, always you know a lot of times it was babysitter issues or things right. like that but but i don't know I, I at the same time we would always at least once a year just go away the two of us we've yeah. done that since sophie was born yeah we had to come early, back early the first trip it was first time mom's thing but but yeah, yeah. not anymore then we overcame that yeah. really fast <laughs> but it's but to me it's and then and then i think the other thing too and one of the things that's really because i you know I, I work with candy and mario on a on a closer level they're in our mastermind group and so one thing that i've really seen with them over the last couple of years is how powerful clarity has been for them really getting on the same page about how much money do we want to make where's that money going to go? What's that money for? You know, with us, it's Addie's like, well, I want this. And she just goes and makes it happen. And for me, I'm a little harder. Sometimes she has to drag me kicking and screaming, but she's been right more so than she has been wrong. And so now lately, I've just kind of learned to kind of back off and say, all right, well. I guess that's where we're going. Yeah, I guess that's where we're going. (laughs) What else? What else would we say? What, what about in the business? In the business? Clear about your roles. Yeah, we already said it. We already said it. It's, yeah. just, it's about clarity of roles and, and um, appreciating where our greatest strengths lie. Yeah. And and kind of getting out of the way. And respecting each other. Absolutely. Respecting each other. Um, you're in this together. I mean, the, one of the... And I was fortunate enough to see in my family a lot of entrepreneurs, my grandparents, my parents, my parents, they've worked together. So I, for me, that was a normal thing. You know, I think Mario mentioned the same thing. It was like, oh, yeah, husbands and wives work together all the time. Yeah, but, what, but not all of them make it. Yeah. And I saw what worked and I saw what didn't work. And I think I learned from both. Right. Yeah. And uh, and that was for me, that was an advantage, I guess, because um, it, it was when Brian came to me, I always wanted to get involved in the business, like even even when we were newly married, I always wanted to know what was going on just to, you know, it was, it was interesting to me. Um, so yeah, just be clear about each other's roles, respect each other. I think that's worked for us. Yeah. Um, honor your, each other's talents and also think about how to best utilize each other's talents, right? Cause what one doesn't have, the other does and vice versa. And, and how do you make that work in the business? Um, and I think we've been pretty good at that over the I think years. So. Yeah. All right, you all. Well, this has been an interesting episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, your Valentine's Day special episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got some value out of it. I wanted to mention one last thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. One of the things that I love most about working with my partner is when we started in this journey, it was about us creating, you know, uh, creating our future together. And there's no better way to create your future than with your best friend, with your life partner. And so I love that we've been blessed with this opportunity to go create and, and, and grow together and you know, reach whatever level of heights of, of success and love and, and, and relationship that we've wanted. 
over the years. So I think that that is what I love most. It is a Valentine's Day edition, okay? Okay. So stop it. Can this be considered our my Valentine's Day gift to you? But wait a minute. What have you said to me? Same thing. Ditto. Uh, <laughs> that's that's not good enough. I'm sorry. Okay. This episode's going to be like eight hours okay, long. I'm done. I'm done. But that, that I just wanted to share that one last thing because All right. it's 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 awesome. And I think a lot of other couples out there can relate to that um, that idea. Okay. Okay. Well, with that said, are you done now? I'm done. With that said, this is Brian Kaskavalsian with Addy Kaskavalsian. <laughs> this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast brought to you by G4 Marketing Group. And until next time, thank you all for being here. Thank you. All right. So that's it for today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you. Did it help you look at your business in a new way? Did it spark an idea or ideas you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. Now, before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. And a favor, I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. The Wealthy Contractor Podcast is brought to you by G4 Marketing Group, where we help contractors of all kinds create customers, keep customers, and multiply their customers and profits. If you're interested in reaching new levels of success for your company, visit www.gfourmarketing.com or just call us at 305-856-8788 to schedule your free, no obligation, wealthy contractor strategy session. Now, during this strategy session, we're going to look at eight key performance factors in your business And we're going to help you uncover opportunities for growth, for leads, for sales, and for profit. And finally, we started The Wealthy Contractor as a resource to help you, the home improvement entrepreneur, regardless of where you are on the wealthy scale, get where you want to go. We want to provide you with the motivation, the confidence, the resources, and the tools so you too can live the life of the wealthy contractor. Now, the wealthy contractor is a place where it's okay for you to want it all. In fact, it's not only okay, it's encouraged. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskovalsian with G4 Marketing Group.